Welcome to the Lock Sportscast, your weekly source for Lock Sport news and sometimes interviews. This is episode 35, recorded January 30th, 2021. I'm your host, Charles Grant. In today's episode, it's time to vote in the Lockie Awards. Lock Pickers United raffle drawing is February 1st. The worst lock pick article I've ever read. Master Lock terminating 61 employees. More new products. A couple YouTube channels you should check out. Lockpicking criminals, sales, and several new giveaways. You can find the audio version of the show almost anywhere you listen to audio content. You can find the video version currently only on YouTube. Links to stories discussed will be in the show notes. Full show notes, including clickable links, are always available at thelocksportscast.com. A few announcements to start off with. A reminder, last week I mentioned that I was looking for any and all online Locksport communities. With the problems that we're having with in-person meetups still, I would really like to be able to compile a thorough list for everyone to refer to. So if you're part of an online Locksport community, a tool chapter, anything like that, a Discord, Facebook groups, whatever, share it with me. I will compile a list and I will share it on the podcast and also put up a uh, list on the Locksportscast website for everyone to refer to. So if you're part of uh, any group that does online meetups or online uh, chat, for Locksport, just let me know and I will add it to the list. When it comes to the Lockie Awards, nominations are now closed. It is time to start voting as of February 1st. So head over to LockieAwards.com and start voting. I will list off real quick here the nominees in each category. There is also going to be a full list at the the LockieAwards.com, which is just a tab on the page of the LockSportsCast.com. And there'll be a full list with links to videos to demonstrate why they were nominated. You can go ahead and review all those and then click the link that's included on that page, which will take you to the actual voting page. So real quick here, the categories. Best editing, we have Artichoke 2000, A Monitor Darkly, and Fish Picks. For best audio, we have Legend of the Samurai, Artichoke 2000, and Lock Noob. In Best Lighting, we have Legend of the Samurai, Mr. Paradise, and Artichoke 2000. For Best Visual of Aids or Effects, we have The Butcher's Block, Artichoke 2000, Fish Picks, and Lockfall Laboratories. Most Informative Video, we have Artichoke 2000, Michael Gilchrist, and Naswek. Or, I'm not sure exactly how he wants that pronounced. In Most Creative Video, The Bone in the Box, Dusty and Wendy, Michael Gilchrist, and Isaac Hashman. Most Impressive Pick, we have A Monitor Darkly, Legend of the Samurai, and Lock a Lot, or Read Wit. Best Out of Package Pick, we have The Butcher's Block and Panda Frog. Most Impressive Gutting Disaster, Hogmaster, Georgia Jim, and A Monitor Darkly. Most Supportive Commenter, we have Southampton Lockpicking Club, Legend of the Samurai, Pocket Woman, Evil Arch Conservative, and Maureen Swallow. 
most creative challenge. We have the Mad Aussie Challenge by Alex, the RP Spicy Challenge by Rune Picker, the hashtag 1 million Scoville Locksport Club by Pandafrog, the hashtag DUM100 by Down Under, uh, Down Under Monkey, most creative giveaway, Down Under Monkey with the Scissors Paper Rock Championship for 2020, Pandafrog with the hashtag mini pandafrog giveaway and Mr. Paradise with his 500 sub giveaway. Best challenge lock, we have Room Picker for the Four Eyes challenge lock and Down Under Monkey for his Interceptor. Best custom made pick is we have Engineer Snowman, Jason J from XB Mods, and Logan's on platforms. Logan is on platforms. In Community Spirit Award, we have Super Loki from the Lockpickers United. He is a mod on both the subreddit and the Discord. And he's their newest mod, and he's very, very active. And we have Pandafrog, who, as you all, most of you will know, has a YouTube channel and a website that he hosts called challenge-locks.com. He's also hosting the nomination and voting pages for this awards and the... 1 million Scoville Locksport Club. So you can go to thelocksportscast.com, like I said, and you should be able to, by the time you hear this, check out all of the videos that are listed there. The Lockpickers United raffle has officially, by the time you hear this, will have officially stopped accepting entries, but they raised $28,896 with 23476 coming from the Discord and 5,420 coming from the subreddit. They will be doing their giveaway raffle, or their raffle drawing. It's not technically a giveaway, it's a raffle. They will be doing the drawing on a live stream February 1st at 5 p.m. U.S. Pacific Standard Time, or 1 a.m. UTC, and that'll be on the Lockpickers United YouTube channel. I will have a link in the show notes. In the news from Twitter this week, we have uh, Vent shared a tweet saying the trade-in offer has been used extensively and they are going to extend the offer till the end of February. Sherelle piped up and said, this is the first I'm hearing of this. Can you give more info, please? And then tagged me. And they said, basically, we allow our clients to send us broken or old pullers from us or other manufacturers. In return, they will get a better price on our original Bell puller. The offer, like I said, is valid through the 28th of February. So if you are at all interested, you can head over to their webpage. I will have links in the show notes, as always. The next item is the worst lock picking article I have ever read. It was on bobvila.com. It's entitled, The Best Lockpick Sets for Emergencies. Getting locked out of your home or car can be a costly inconvenience. Be prepared the next time you can't find your keys with a lockpicking set. Wow. Um, Not only do they not actually give any real information about how to pick a lock, all they do is they list some products that they consider the best in lockpick sets in several different categories. And let me see if I can pull this article up here real quick. The categories they list are best overall, best bang for your buck, best for professionals, best for beginners, 
and best auto. What they call the best overall hull is nothing more than the cheapest spring steel beginner crappy lockpick set that a lot of us have tried and they're terrible with their rough edges and brittle spring steel. They work, but you know, they're not good. The fun start really starts with the best bang for the buck category, where they have a nine-piece long hook and pit long hook and pick set, which is really nothing more than an automotive technician's hook and pick set. It is not a lock pick set. If anybody tries to pick their lock with this, they are going to do considerable damage and end up costing themselves a lot more from that locksmith. Their best for professionals is the basic, cheap, go-so type set. The ones that they do include automotive picks, but they're usually such soft metal that they bend the second you try to use them. Their best auto is again another mechanics hook set. It is not a lock pick set. If you try to force something like that into a lock, you're going to do a lot of damage. They even mention in their own article, a lock pick should be no wider than three thirty seconds of an inch. Otherwise, it will not fit into most standard locks. And then they proceed to offer two separate sets that are way, way, way wider than that because they're just round stock hooks. I, <laughs> I don't... Anyway, it was just the biggest piece of garbage I've seen in a long time. In other news, the Master Lock Company is outsourcing maintenance operations and cutting 61 employees. They are uh, going to cut those employees from their Milwaukee facility starting in March. A letter from the Director of Human Resources to the state's Department of Workforce Development said the termination is permanent. The affected employees are represented by the union UAW Local 469. Bowley Lock Company put out a tweet saying they are looking for good hardware suggestions that accept kick cylinders for their new disc detainer. They say some companies don't want to sell to them. And so far they've found several American locks and several ABIS that will accept them. Do you have any suggestions? So if you have any thoughts, I will link the tweet in the show notes. In community news, Legal Lockpicker put out a tweet saying, This happened to me today. For the love of God, please don't mail locks with keys inside, especially rare ones. So who can get me a couple of fache blanks? And he shows a picture where it, it just snapped the, the bow right off of it. It's sad. So that's your public service announcement for the week. Lockpicking Dev put out a tweet with some more locks that he is willing to sell or trade and some more custom-made picks. He says uh, he's flexible on prices. He's willing to haggle and trade for locks. Custom pick prices start at $70 and up. Buyer pays shipping. He has Morris Lotto locks, 63 of them. Almont Riki, Asa Abloy Aero Mortis. Master 6121, all keys cut by hand, besides one of them. Looks like he has four of those currently. Three Master Lock 21 rekeyables, a Multi Lock MT5 Euro, 
that has some pieces shaking around inside. SNG file cabinet lock, CPOX padlock, a Yale 840, two of them with different keyways. So there'll be a link to his post in the show notes in case you're interested in any of those. Rune Picker put out a video this week entitled World's First Asa 700 Picked on 800,000 Scoville Hot Sauce. He picked and gutted his first red belt lock, an Asa 700, after taking a shot of 800,000 Scoville Hot Sauce. Ah, picking one of those is impressive enough as it is, but when he's coughing and (laughs) dealing with, you know, the effects of the hot sauce, that's actually really impressive. So, uh, I mean, I wouldn't even take the hot sauce to begin with, but I can't imagine picking a uh, red belt lock on that. Ken Nixon put out a video this week entitled Medico M4 First Look. He says... First look at the new Medical M4 mortar cylinder as a production prototype with four added side pins and interactive element in the key. He does a very good job of walking through all the different parts. He disassembles it, shows us, you know, where everything is and how it works. So uh, I recommend you go check that out. It's going to be a fun one to get your hands on. We have a new black belt picker this week. I'm going to have to stop doing this because I cannot pronounce these names. But Yabende, as uh, my best guess, earned the black belt this week. So congratulations. Very, very impressive accomplishment. Uh, we also have three new purple belts. We have Panda Frog, Rubber Band, and Feja. Feja? I'm not sure how to pronounce that either. But they have all earned their purple belts. Congratulations to all of you. And um, congratulations to all of you. (laughs) I don't know what else to say. We have a few new product type announcements this week. The first one is not an actual announcement. um, More of a pre-announcement. Lockpickworld.com put out a tweet saying they've just counted eight new products that they're going to be releasing this year three new cases, and one huge project. Keep your eyes out or join our mailing list. It's going to be a big year for lock pickers. Tool also put out an announcement. For everyone who's been waiting, our leather pick cases are now back in stock on our store. Also, the new leather cases have our logo on them. I'll have a link to that in the show notes. 3D Locksport has developed a new padlock display stand for pack locks. I'll read their product details. These padlock display stands are perfect to show off your packlock padlocks. A lot of us in the Locksport community collect padlocks, and quite a few even have their own custom padlocks. One of the top companies producing custom padlocks for the Locksport community is Packlock. One of the main ways people currently display their padlocks is to hang them on hooks, which looks great. But not everyone has the ability to do so. The easiest way to display them is just to set them on a table, desk, or display area. However, the problem with a lot of these padlocks is they don't have a perfectly flat bottom due to the retaining nut on the bottom. Well, that's where the padlock display stands come in. Our stands hold your padlocks in a flat orientation for display. Not only that, since you get to select the color of your display stands, you can make them stand out in your display area 
Also, the back of each display stand is a place to store the two keys that came with your padlock. We have stands for the following packlock models, 90A, 100A, 200A, 600A, UCS-1A, and UCS-4A. I'll have a link to that product page on their site. Also, if you're interested, stay tuned for the giveaway section because they are giving away some along with packlocks. Now it's time to take a quick break, say thank you to the people that made this show possible. Just remember the show is only possible because of your support. So if you are getting value out of the show, please help support it by, first of all, sending in information, anything you have that's LockSport related. There is nothing you can do that is more valuable right now than just letting me have some information, whether it's about you and your specific channel, your LockSport group, something you saw on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, on the web, something you received in your email. Anything you have that the rest of the community might benefit from show, might benefit from knowing, send it in, podcast at thelocksportscast.com or any of the uh, contact methods listed in the show notes or at the locksportscast.com website. Don't forget to share the podcast with your lockpicking friends and leave a comment, thumbs up on YouTube, a review on your favorite podcast platform if they accept reviews. You can subscribe or donate on Patreon or PayPal. If you subscribe on Patreon, you will get a private RSS feed so that you will get early access to the episodes. If you want, it's usually, usually only about a day. This week it'll be a little less, but it's a little something I can give you. If you support the show with a donation or information that I use in the show, I will give you a producer credit and I will give you a link in the show notes. So be sure to let me know if you have a YouTube channel, blog, Instagram, Twitter, or anything else that you want me to link to. The executive producers for this episode are Medler, Pandafrog, Michael Gilchrist, Starrylock, Williams Brain, To Be Deciphered, Liban's Locksport Journey, and Pat from Uncensored Tactical. All of them have YouTube channels. Pat also has a website where he does training. He has a book that I just purchased and I will be reading and checking out and I will probably give you a review of that on the show once I finish with it. Content producers for this episode. These are the people that shared the information that I've used in this episode. We have Cherell, Rune Picker, PH Picker, Fish Picks, Mr. Black Magic, Dr. Evil from Belgium, Feral Shooter, Panda Frog, Teherna, The Bone in the Box, Joshua Gonzalez, HV Logic, Starlock, and Pocket Woman. I'd like to share a couple more YouTube channels with everyone this week. Um, the first one is Fish Picks. He's a fairly new channel. He's six or seven weeks in. He has been uploading new episodes every Friday. He's been doing some really, really high quality content. If you aren't already subscribed, you probably should be. Um, as I've told him, I think it's pretty obvious why he has over 500 subs already. His videos are all well-organized, informative, entertaining, and he does excellent camera work, voiceovers, and editing. It, 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 it's very professional. I mean, it's, yeah, it's pretty obvious why he has as many subscribers as he does. The other is Mr. Black Magic. He has uh, been doing videos with um, a camera 
down the keyway. He calls it the lock cam, but he's got a little tiny camera with a light that he can shine down the keyway while he demonstrates how to pick locks. And he does an excellent job of explaining what he's doing and why, what he's feeling. Meanwhile, you're seeing what he's doing on the outside of the lock and a shot down the keyway looking at how the pick is interacting with the pins and what's happening inside there. It, it's a great way to learn. I really recommend that you go check that out. And then I just wanted to mention that uh, a podcast I've talked about before, Locksmith Talk with Aloha, their latest episode is on safe moving. And I found it a really interesting and informative talk. It's I think it goes well with what Bosnian Bill has done recently, talking about buying safes. This will give you a really good idea how difficult it is to get that safe in if it's a larger safe and how much it's likely to cost you if you have to have it professionally done. So, and the reasons why it costs so much. So I recommend if you are in the market for a large safe or even thinking about it, go check that episode out. In lockpicking criminal news, we'll start off with a story from Belgium. I had to use Google Translate on this, so there may be some grammatical errors and I might stumble over my words a little bit here, but it was entitled something to the effect of Maleficent Locksmith Defrauds Victim of 398,000 Euros in One Year. A 28-year-old man from The Hague has stolen almost 400,000 euros from a retiree. The victim had engaged him as a locksmith. In the following months, the Dutchman convinced his victim to give him almost all of his savings. He wasted the full amount to give him a very luxurious lifestyle, it says. It was the clerk of a local bank branch that notified the police and he said that the 77-year-old, named here as JB, had been withdrawing large amounts of cash for some time and would be extorted by a locksmith. On June 29, 2020, JB's household help advised that the locksmith would come that day to collect his money. It is then that the police were able to arrest the 28-year-old, here named MN, from the Hague. The investigation showed that he had met his victim uh, in May of 2019. JB had then locked himself out after fulfilling his voting obligation. His neighbor had searched for a locksmith on the internet and ended up with the Dutchman. When paying for his initial assignment, MN had seen that JB was in possession of a large amount of cash. He saw this as an opportunity to make money in an easy way, said the judge. After the job at the lock on the door, MN contacted his victim by telephone to ask to have cash ready so that he could keep track of and invest it for him. The victim responded. So in the following year, the locksmith was able to steal 398,000 euros spread over 27 separate collections. The defendant had squandered all of the proceeds to provide himself and his family with a luxurious lifestyle. He shamelessly took advantage of an old and confused man who was incapable of making rational decisions, the court said. He was sentenced to three years in prison, of which two years effective, it says. He must pay a fine of 16,000 euros and refund the victim 
398,000 heroes. A companion who came with him a few times to collect the money is sentenced to 18 months in prison with a postponement. Out of California, the Brentwood Police Calls log noted that an RP had attempted to gain entry to a premises and couldn't. The locksmith responded and then they pulled a lockpick out of the lock. The reporting party thinks that access was made to the premises on Thursday evening, January 7th. Also out of California, El Dorado County Sheriff's Office posted on their Facebook, early Thursday morning EDSO patrol made a traffic stop in the area of Francisco Drive in El Dorado Hills. The traffic stop resulted in a probation search and arrest of two male occupants of the vehicle. The charges included outstanding warrants, possession of burglary tools, and possession of drug paraphernalia. The burglary tools located included crowbars, a lockpick set, shaved keys, a window punch, bolt cutters, and walkie-talkies. For sales this week, uh, nothing new. Same ones as last week. We have the Mako Locks Black Friday specials page is still active, and the 15% off code with buy Mako is also still active as of this recording. And at UK Lock Pickers, you can get 10% off with the code GIFT. It was also still working as of this recording. In giveaways, we'll start off with the 3D Lock Sport is giving away the pack locks that were provided by Packlock for him developing these padlock stands that he that we spoke about earlier. He is going to be giving away all of them with a stand each. There will be six winners. Each will get one pack lock and one stand. The pack lock models included in the giveaway are the 90A, 100A, 200A, 600A, UCS 1A, and UCS 4A. To be eligible, you must live in the contiguous 48 United States. And the January and the giveaway opened January 29th runs for a week. So by my calculation, that means it ends February 5th, I guess. And but there is a counter counting down on the website that you have to go to to register. I'll provide a link in the show notes. Feral Shooter is doing a giveaway for 100 subscribers. It is the hashtag FeralShooter100. This is a no thumbs challenge. You have to pick and gut any lock on camera with both thumbs completely immobilized. You can pick a harder lock for additional entries and reassemble a lock for one more. Make sure to include the hashtag FeralShooter100 so that he can see those entries. Good luck, have fun, and I can't wait to see your entries, he says. Entries are closed at 12 p.m. ADST on Friday, the 19th of February, and the draw will take place on Saturday, 20th of February. So go check that out. Rune Picker is started a giveaway as soon as he picked his ASA 700 on camera that we spoke about earlier. That started a giveaway. The giveaway challenge is you have to pick a Master Lotto Lock 410. As fast as possible, the fastest pick wins. You can make several attempts. That's fine. The giveaway runs for two weeks uh, from the time he opened the 700, which was on the 28th. So by my calculation, that puts it ending around the 11th of February. So 
Start trying to pick those lottos as fast as you can. And in 2021, PandaFrog is doing a giveaway every month where he's giving away some custom-made PandaFrog challenge coins and random locks. So general rules, you get one entry a month. There'll be one, sounds like there'll be one drawing a month. Maximum of 12 entries for each one for each month. If you win a coin, if you win one of the coins, uh, basically you're, you can't win anymore, but you can donate prize to someone else after that. So he says, please do keep attending. He's going to give away, like I said, one challenge lock plus one random lock every month to people who do the video entry method. He's also giving away a total of four extra challenge coins for people who do non-video entries. But he says, if you are a YouTuber, you can only enter the video giveaway. The rules for the video giveaway for January. Uh, first lock you got in 2021. and Pick it if you can. If not, tell me about it. Shout out would be nice, but is not mandatory. You must use the hashtag which is for January is hashtag pandafrog21jan. Uh, comment under his giveaway announcement video to make sure that he knows about your entry video. If you're entering by mail, send a pic of your locks and picks. And the giveaways for January entries, or the entries for January are closed as of the 14th of February at 8 p.m. UTC plus one. The drawing for January and the announcement for February will be the day after that closes. Tehernet is still having his giveaway, uh, the hashtag Tear2021, running until February 10th. He's giving away a pinning tray, Euro cylinder holder, and a nice set of distatainer handles. You have to be subscribed, pick it lock with at least 10 components in it, Include the hashtag Terror2021. Make sure to leave a comment on his giveaway video telling him about your entry so he can find it. And that's about it for that one. CLK Supplies does their hashtag LockBoss giveaway. So I will include a link to the video where they explain how that works in the show notes. Starlock and Pocket Women are still doing the Shoutout Monday series where they highlight a channel with fewer than 100 subscribers on YouTube. And they try to incentivize you to go over there, check them out, leave a comment, and subscribe by doing a giveaway of a 20-pound Law Lock Tools gift certificate. You can check the description of any of those Shoutout Monday videos to find the actual rules to follow. Basically, you just have to go over there, subscribe, and leave a comment. They will check the comments for the name Starry Lock, and that's how they do their their drawing on a random video of the ones they've shouted out every month. I am still doing the pack lock a month giveaway. You get entered into that basically by providing me with information that I can use in the show or by sharing the show on social media and making sure that I know about it by tagging me or sending me some sort of screenshot, something like that, so that I know you did it and I get you an entry into the giveaway. For full rules, you can check the description of the YouTube video or the show notes, or you can go to giveaway.theloxsportscast.com. 
Remember, the Lockheed Awards voting has started on February 1st and runs through the 28th. I'll plan on doing the live stream to announce the winners. I believe I'll be doing it probably March 5th in the evening, Pacific Standard Time, U.S., so look for that. Remember, the podcast needs your support, so send in any information you have that's Locksport related, and just remember to keep it legal. Thank you.